My name is Jeremy Devins, and welcome to the Quiet Mind Yoga Podcast, Episode 84, a Hatha Yoga Practice for Heart Opening and Back Strengthening. Today's episode is brought to you by a free guide that I've created called the 10 Core Competencies of Teaching Yoga, and it's at quietmind.yoga slash core10, C-O-R-E-1-0. And this is based on Samkhya philosophy, which is the origins of yoga practice, which means enumeration, which means counting. And this is why we have the eight limbs of yoga. This is why there's the three uh, doshas, the three gunas, the five koshas, the five kleshas. If you study yoga history and philosophy, there are enumerations all over the place, the counting and understanding things through how many are there and how can we sort of quantify our understanding of consciousness and our bodies. So I've taken that into the modern era of practice and looked at all the things that go into a yoga practice, whether you're a teacher or a student, and distilled it down into 10 categories. So this takes away the confusion and the biggest issue that I've heard from people who are interested in my yoga teacher training that I'm creating that's opening in a month is the under, they want to have confidence. They, they want to understand uh, why they're doing what they're doing and how it all fits together. Maybe you've experienced this as well of wanting to just feel confident in your yoga practice. So I think one of the things that builds confidence is having some sort of way to quantify it. So you actually can measure, okay, well, am I a zero or a 10 in this area? And what could I do to move up just one in one step in, one, in the direction that I want to be going and maybe not just stagnate because uh, that's something that I've seen for many people over the years and I've done myself of just doing the same kind of practices over and over again and still having the same knowledge gaps for years and not understanding like why do we do this in yoga and how does this fit with that and uh, not really quite understanding the anatomy or the alignment or the intended way to breathe in a certain posture. So all of that can be clarified and cleaned up just by having some way to measure your progress and see, okay, so I don't know much about pranayama breath work. So that's an area that I wanna focus on. And then what's one next step I can do to focus on that? And I'll give you some suggestions at the end of the test. So that's at quietmind.yoga slash core 10. And you can get that free assessment to see where you're at in your practice. Now for today's class, we're gonna be focusing on heart opening and back strengthening. So these things go together really well. Often a heart opener is really a back contractor. So we wanna strengthen the postural muscles like the erector spinae and the multifidi that go along the spine to help open through the thoracic spine, which is really what we're focusing on here because often if you're sitting at a desk or driving a lot, day-to-day uh, -day kind of stuff, we tend to end up in a spinal flexion position where the spine is rounding and the uh, maybe the shoulders start to elevate and we get this sort of hunchback sort of shape. And yoga is really great, at least if you're intentional about it, to reverse that. And I like to make sure we include lots of stuff in my classes in general to reverse that, uh, but specifically in today's class, we'll be doing quite a bit to help open the thoracic spine and extend the spine and strengthen the back. Uh, often these muscles of the upper back are weak, but we, when we have a weak muscle, often what happens is it gets overloaded quickly and we experience it as tension. Then we try to, try to stretch that tension 
and that makes it even more weak and more tense and it gets worse and worse and I've done this myself many times over the years so I know not to do it now and I make sure to include that in the yoga practices so we'll do that today and thank you for listening if you're enjoying this podcast leave a review or subscribe or share it with a friend and let me know if you have anything you'd like to see in upcoming episodes email me at jeremydevins at gmail.com or check out my website quietmind.yoga where you can see all the things I'm up to all right have a great practice And we'll start with, uh, just have your blanket to the side, so you can use that in a minute. We'll come to hands and knees, back to your child's pose. And begin to take slightly slower, deeper breaths down to the belly. From here, we'll start to walk the arms over to the left to create a side bend. Reaching through the right ribs, breathing into the right ribs. And we'll come back to center over to the other side. center to hands and knees and I can put your blanket under your knees for some padding there and just make any movements that you want side to side forward back all around in the upper body hips shoulders neck if you find a spot that feels really good stay there Becoming more fluid throughout the whole body, less rigid. And we'll come back to the center to bring the hands onto the wood floor off the mat. Moving side to side into the shoulders, left to right. You can have a little internal rotation on the shoulder that comes down towards the ground. Sometimes that can feel good here. Usually I'm a big proponent of external rotation, but sometimes it can do a little internal is good. And then we'll come back to center. Keep the hands on the wood floor though, and just move the shoulder blades apart, rounding upper back and then shoulder blades together. So your elbow stays straight and your low back stays as neutral as you can. So it's just the scapula moving forward and back. Shoulder blades moving together and apart, protraction, retraction. Building control over this area of the back that usually gets really tight for a lot of us. 
Really good. And then we'll come back to center and bring the hands forward, reaching the arms. Hips stay over the knees as you lower the forehead and chest towards the ground. Now, if you feel really open in the neck, you could have your chin on the ground, but for most of us, just the forehead on the ground is good. If you want a little bit more here, you could bend the elbows, hands a prayer above the head. It's optional. And we'll all start to reach the right arm underneath into a twist. Right shoulder down towards the ground. Allow the breath to go into the space in the upper back as if it's like a sense of touch, sort of massaging under the right shoulder with your breath. You can make this more active if you want by extending the left leg back, pressing into the left foot, reaching with the right hand. And pressing more actively in the left hand if you want. All right, so all these little options, variables you can play with. Doing more or less. And we'll come back to center to the other side, same thing. Let's thread the left arm through. Any variation of this? There you go. Can you hear that? Uh huh. <laughs> 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 like a rolling pin. Come back to center. To hands and knees to downward facing dog. You can pedal the feet out, ease into down dog. Then forward to the plank pose, shoulders over the wrists, high push-up position. And here, do this shoulder protraction, retraction thing here. So from plank, shoulder blades move apart, and then shoulder blades move together. Arms stay pretty straight here. Again, it's a little more active. Same thing as before, it's a little tricky to find that, but once you get it, you can just move the upper back, shoulder blades together and apart. And now from neutral spine, have your knees lower down 
and very slowly transition to a sort of high cobra position, gentle on the low back, elbows bend a little bit, tops of feet come down, so you're in this extended sort of cobra position, and then a little bit lower down to like a baby cobra, and let your hands float off the floor, strong back, let your legs lift. Moving the shoulder blades down and together, the retraction. And then hands under the shoulders. Keep the tops of the feet on the floor as you start to peel the hips off the ground and the knees off the ground to upward facing dog. If that's too much, you can have the knees down. And slowly lower knees, hips, waist back down. Baby cobra or uh, low cobra, let your hands float off the ground. Strong back. To locust pose, reach the arms back, straightening the arms, engaging triceps. Slightly bend the knees, engaging hamstrings, activating all the major muscles of the back of the body. And then hands under shoulders, keep the tops of the feet down. Slowly, inch by inch, peeling the body off the floor to upward facing dog again. Tuck your toes, come back to downward facing dog. Forward to plank pose. Shoulder blades together, shoulder blades apart, shoulder blades together and apart a couple of times again here, building this awareness, ability to move upper back, and then shoulder blades more, a little more together, tops of feet come down, and from upward facing dog, long spines, lower knees, waist, belly down. Back to locust. This time we'll have the arms like a W shape or reaching forward like a V shape overhead. Slight bend in the knees, strengthening hamstrings, all the back of the body activating, strengthening here. Anytime we're doing heart openers or back bends, we really need to be contracting the back of the body to open the front of the body. Doing essentially like a pulling kind of motion, which is pretty uncommon for most of us throughout the day. So we're doing that here. And bend the elbows in alongside the ribs. Contracting shoulder blades down and together. Hands under shoulders. Peel ribs off the ground, hips off the ground to upward facing dog again. Back to downward facing dog. And one more time, forward to plank pose, kind of rolling the spine forward, shoulder blades together and apart a couple times. And then tops of feet down to lower to up dog, down to the belly, down to the floor. And this time we'll have the hands stack under the head, forehead rests on the hands. 
And keep your neck <clears throat> in line with the spine. So you're not lifting the neck so much here. You're mostly just lifting from the back. So you, your left hand and your head come off the ground and your right leg comes off the ground. So the left hand is, uh, behind, is in front of the head. You could have the left arm extend forward if you want a little bit more to this. It's opposite arm and leg. And then we'll switch that back down. So now the right hand and left leg lift strong back. Again, you could reach your right arm if you want a little more challenge. And back down. Now both hands, both legs lift the head, the hands, the legs, strong back. And then again, you could extend both arms forward if you want a little more. Hands under shoulders, back to downward facing dog. Look between the hands and walk forward to a forward fold, Uttanasana. And just let the back release now. So you did, did a lot of contraction of the back muscles. Let it release here in the forward fold. And from here, step your right foot back down to the mat, right knee down to the ground. You can use blanket here if you want under the knee. We're going to do a couple uh, lun low lunging sequences here and start to reach the arms up overhead on Janayasana, extending the spine. So now a little more focus on the hip flexors. Let your hips sink a little forward and down, lengthening through the front of the right hip. Lower the hands, step forward to forward fold. Step the left foot back and down, left knee down. Float the arms up on Janayasana on this side. Long spine, letting the hips sink forward and down, opening front of the left hip. And lower the hands, step forward, forward fold. Let the right foot step back, right knee down to the floor. And this time, have your right hand onto the wood floor off your mat. Open the left arm towards the ceiling in a twist. Extend the spine like we've been doing, engaging those back muscles that you felt in the earlier postures. And then we maybe bend the back knee, reach for the top of the foot if you want a little bit more here. You don't even have to grab the foot, just bending the knee is plenty for most of us. And if it's really tight, uh, you can lift just a little bit. And from here, we'll slowly lower the hands down. Step forward to the forward fold. And other side, left knee down to the mat. Left hand off the mat, open twist. Opening right arm over left. And then you can bend the back knee Maybe reach for the top of the foot and let the hips sink forward and down. Slowly release 
forward fold at the front of the mat. Here, step your right foot back. This time, keep the right knee lifting. Float your arms up into high crescent lunge. All 10 toes pointing forward. If you feel unstable there, you could take a wider base or you could turn your back heel down. The back knee can be, uh, the back heel can be pressing back, stretching the calf, or you could lift the back heel, strengthening all of the right leg. The arms could stay in this extended position or you could have elbows bend or locust arms if you want. Lower the hands, forward fold, Uttanasana, front of the mat. So again, releasing the back line of the body. And step your left foot back into the lunge. Float the arms up. High crescent lunge. We'll hold and breathe here a few breaths. Again, strengthening, contracting the back line of the body. So even though the arms are extended, there's a little bit of that shoulder blades down and back, subtly. And you can have your elbows bend to emphasize that more if you want. Step forward, forward fold. Again, releasing the back line of the body. Right, so we're practicing contracting and releasing this back line, the body, everything, all the muscles on the back of the body. Now step the right foot back. Right hand onto the wood floor. Open the left arm into a twist. So the right knee is lifted this time. And from here we'll lower the hands to frame the left foot and adding into a deeper twist now. So keep the legs the same like the lunging position. Bring the hands together at the heart. Lengthen the right ribs to bring the elbow outside the knee into a closed twist. Heart moves towards the hands. And you can deepen this by pressing the left knee slightly forward. Keep the legs the same. Stand up in the torso, arms open out to the left like a, it's like a revolved warrior two. So legs are still the same. But now the arms are opening. A little bit longer in the spine like locust, lifting the heart. And reach your left hand down the back leg, create a little side bend here. Opening right ribs and right side of the chest, the right lung. Warrior two, turn the back heel down, arms extend out, opening the hips. Gaze towards the front fingers. Just turn your toes a little bit out, press your knee forward. A little less leaning forward in the upper body. Yeah, ribs in. There, keep that. Press here, into, nope, straight out, yeah, good. And then we'll lower the hands down, step forward to forward fold, Uttanasana again, awesome.
have your left foot step back to a lunge. Left hand down to the floor, open the right arm, open twist, long spine. So here the uh, shoulder blades are retracting like we practiced, the middle back contracting like we practiced, spine is long like we practiced here. And then lower the hands down and bring the hands to the heart, long spine, left elbow comes outside the knee, lengthen and rotate. Strong spine, strong core. Strong legs. And keep the legs the same, but stand up in the torso. Arms open out to your right. Long spine rotating from that length. Right hand reaches down the back leg, side bend. Opening through left lung, left side of the chest, left shoulder, left ribs. Turn your left heel down to warrior two. Awesome. Keep everything the same, just open the shoulder. <laughs> Very good. Lower the hands down, step forward to forward fold, Uttanasana, front of the mat, releasing back line of the body. Now this time you want to go a little deeper, you could bring your hands under your feet, Padahastasana, hand to foot pose, and get your toes all the way to your wrists. Actively press down into the feet. Let tension release from the whole back line of the body, from the sacrum to the neck. And we'll start to bring the hands out from under the feet. Bend the knees to chair pose. Hands at the heart. And for this one, do a little, we'll do a variation of this. We'll have the arms reach back like locusts. So we're getting more of the extension of the spine here. Still draw the navel in though, because we don't want to compress the low back too much. So really strong through the front and back of the core. Lean into your right foot. It's a little bit awkward. Just going to let your left foot float off the floor for a second here. So really strong in your right leg, so you can easily transition to warrior three. Lift your left leg back any amount. Focus your gaze at a single spot. And maybe you just go like halfway there, eventually all the way to parallel to the floor. And then arms can be at the heart or overhead, any variation of this. Now with control and strength, back to that, war, that uh, chair pose shape. Hands at the heart. Shift into your left foot. Oh, sorry, first reach your arms back like locust. Draw your navel in so you're not compressing your low back, but you are strengthening all of the back and the core here. Shift into your left foot. Let your right foot float off the floor just for a second here in one spot. 
Really strong, stable left leg. Let's transition to warrior three. Any arm variation. And back to chair. Back to a forward fold, releasing back line of the body. Almost like a spring, you've compressed all that stuff on the back line of the body, now letting it decompress. Back to chair pose, hands at heart. And then here, start to come into your right foot, let the left foot hover, reach your arms back, kind of like the locust. And this time we'll go into a half moon pose. Let your right hand lower towards the floor or block as you open the left hip parallel to the floor. Uh, left toes pointing out to the left. So your right hand is down. Yeah, left hand can be on the hip or opening up. Here again, you can bend into your right knee and bend your left knee a little bit to come back to the chair pose. Hands at the heart. And then to the other side, bending into your left foot, let your arms reach back like locusts. Let your right foot slowly float. So keep the knees bent easy on your low back coming into this. We don't usually come in this way because you're doing two actions in the hip at once, but you're all pretty experienced, so I think you can do pretty well with this. Lift through the right leg. And then slowly back to where you started, knees bending, coming into the chair. And again, to forward fold, releasing back line of the body. Now here, you can use your hands on the floor or blocks. Lean into your right foot, let your left knee bend. So your left heel moves towards the tail. And it starts to float the hands back to like a chair pose with your left knee bending. And start to come back up to stand and catch your left foot inside of the foot with the hand. And begin to extend the spine, contracting the muscles of the back like we've done, hinging forward at the waist to dancer pose. Focus the gaze at a single spot. And slowly lower back to chair pose. And have your hands come down, lift your right foot, right heel towards the tail. Float the hands off the ground, sort of one foot chair, kind of bending your right knee in towards the tail. And then reach your right hand for the top of the foot. Focus the gaze, steady breath. Transition to dancer pose. 
And slowly back to forward fold, releasing back line of the body. From here, we'll lift halfway up, extend the spine, hands on the thighs or shins, and then fold, step back to down dog. Bend one knee at a time, shifting weight side to side. Come forward to plank pose. And lift your right foot off the floor. And flip it over to the floor to your side. Catch your right foot, or stand on your right foot on the floor. Extend the spine, engaging the glutes, creating a bigger back bend here. Side plank variation. Hold and breathe. We haven't done much on the arms, so that they're not too tired yet, but we still can focus on the back, contracting all the muscles of the back. And we'll come back to the plank pose. Let your left foot lift and flip over. Find your connection to the floor with the left foot so you can contract the glutes to extend the hips, open the front of the body. And we'll come back to the center. If you have your blanket there, move that to the side. Come all the way down to the floor on your belly. For bow pose, bending both knees, reaching for the tops of the feet. Hips press down, legs, chest, head lift. So head's just in line with the spine. You don't need to crank your neck back. But hips press down, everything else lifts. Strong back to open the front of the body. And slowly release. Turn the head to one side. Let everything relax for a moment. Feeling the tension, the effort fade out of the muscles. So you have this ability to contract and release muscles when you need to. start to transition to one more time, bow pose, or you could go to locust if you want instead, with some version of a spinal extension back bend here. Hold and breathe. And slowly release, turn your head to the other side, let the effort just fade out, feeling the tension release from the back of the body.
and start to come back up to the hands and knees. We'll bring the right knee towards the right wrist for pigeon pose. And you can go to your back if you prefer. Uh, you can sink into this by tucking your left toes and slowly shifting your hips back and down. And similar to what we did earlier with the hands, we can use those to use the arms to extend the spine and then just inch by inch lower down towards the ground. Elbows come out to the sides, the rest of the head on the hands. Or the head to a block, whatever's comfortable. Scan your body. If there's any obvious areas of tension that can soften in the shoulders, back. Imagine you can breathe into the outer right hip, softening tension there. Slowly start to transition back to the hands. If you want to make any movements in between, you can do that when you're ready. Just come to the other side.
slowly start to transition here. And you can make any movements in between that you want. Eventually we'll come to uh, crab shape. So you have your feet on the floor, knees bent, hands behind you. And let your knees fall over to your right side. So you end up having your left knee into the right arch of your foot, your right foot. And start to turn towards the back of the mat, away from the knees, down to hands or elbows into deer pose. start to come back onto the hands. And so in that same kind of position, just extend your left leg, straighten your left leg out to come into a little bit of a back bend here, extending the spine, lifting the left arm. Your right knee helps you find your stability here. And slowly inch back down. Your pose to the other side, feet on the floor, just let your knees fall to your left. Right knee into the left arch, turning towards the back of the mat. Any version, listening to your body. Slowly start to come back up into that little back bend variation. So let your right leg straighten out, kind of standing on the left knee, extending the spine, reaching the right arm, opening through the ribs, chest, shoulders, arm, and then slowly back down. 
and have your grab your blanket. And I'll take that and uh, open it up and see like a longer rectangle and roll it up. So we're going to lay on that in a little bit. Just want to make sure that it's a firm roll and it doesn't flatten out. It's a pretty different effect. So a firm roll and maybe all the way across or almost all the way. And that's going to go under the shoulder blades about bra strap height so that your shoulder blades or scapula can touch the floor above the blanket. And the arms like a goalpost or cactus arms above the blanket. So this should feel kind of relieving, maybe a tiny bit uncomfortable, but mostly comfortable and relieving. So if you need to make the roll thinner to decrease the intensity, you can do that. If you want to make the roll thicker to increase intensity, you can do that. And just notice your breath here Slightly slower, slightly deeper breaths. So when you have a difficult relationship in your life that you're working with, like you mentioned, Karen, uh, the best thing to do is probably to drink a bunch of wine and chocolate. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, then the second best thing to do would be pranayama breathing. Uh, so we're going to do that here. It's going to take slower, deeper breaths. So you're just going to count for yourself. You're gonna, I'm going to guide you through it, but you're going to just count in your head because uh, we'll all kind of go at different paces. And don't worry about getting it exactly right. Uh, but basically, you're going to slowly expand your breath. And this has a really calming effect on the nervous system. So you'll inhale to four and exhale to four at your own count. Right? You should never feel rushed or um, sharp in the breath. We're just counting it and slowing down the count. Now you'll inhale to four, exhale to six.
Now inhale the six, exhale the six. Now inhale to six, exhale to eight. Finally, you inhale to eight, exhale to eight. the count of the breath and you can stay on your blanket like this if you want or you can move the blanket out from the shoulders and just lay on your back for Shavasana final resting pose if there's any last movements you want to do before that please do Take your time making any adjustments you want here to feel comfortable and relaxed.
Now before you move, just notice your body, notice sensations you feel in the body. Notice your breath. And if there's been thoughts in the mind, noticing the thoughts, noticing the mind. So the part of us that notices the body, breath, and mind is called the Atman, or a true self in yoga. That witnessing awareness that notices the body, the breath, the mind, notices all the changes, interactions, and external things, and chooses how to respond to it. So from that place of awareness and choice, beginning to move any way that feels good for you, listening to your body, starting to move hands, feet, arms, and legs when you're ready. And begin to eventually move over to one side and back up to sitting. our practice, finding a comfortable seated posture with the hands together at the heart, allowing the thinking mind to the heart and the Atman, the true self within each of us. Thank you for practicing today. Namaste.